We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Uh, our next guest is uh, Ivan Goyce. He uh, is from Uxbridge. Uh, has been treated for, uh, is it glioblastoma? I've been learning over the years to pronounce some it of these. It is a long, long word, right? Uh, yes, Glioblastoma. Uh, and you, you discovered it when you were trying to watch a basketball game, and things started to look a little funny. I did, I did. But, you know, before I get into that, I want to uh, say something right off the bat. On behalf of uh, Goyce Broadcasting, Goyce Solar, uh, my dad, Tony Goyce, which I'll be happy to tell you about, and Paul Goyce, my brother, we'd like to make a $5,000 donation. Wow. Uh, Thank to the you. Radio That's great. And, uh, and I encourage other business owners to do the same. Well, you've. You've come generously <laughs> Great start. with money in hand. Thank you. So, so tell us about the basketball game and what happened. Yeah, so I was watching uh, the playoffs about 15 months ago uh, one day, and uh, it was late. And, um, you know, I, I'm looking at the TV, and I see two basketballs. And I literally asked my wife, honey, can you look at the screen? Because I'm pretty sure there's only supposed to be one basketball on the screen during a game. And, uh, yeah, my brain was playing a, a trick on me. It was sort of taking a picture of the screen and overlaying over the live image, as weird as that sound. And that was sort of the first thing that made me think, um, you know, and, and at first I thought, you know, I'm tired. I just need to, to get some rest, and and, uh, and I did that. And then I had other vision issues the, the next couple of days. Um, and I had some uh, business meetings the, the following Monday. I actually asked my wife to, to drive me down to our Hartford office because uh, I wasn't feeling quite up to driving. Um, and um, I had a, a meeting early in the morning, and, uh, you know, I was there for about five minutes, and I just stood up, and I excused myself, and I said, you know what, I need to go see my doctor. And we actually drove back and, and drove into the emergency room uh, over at Milford Hospital where they did a, a CAT scan and uh, found the tumor in my brain and uh, put me in an ambulance over and sent me over to Dana-Farber. So that that's how the whole thing um, unrolled. Ivan, was there ever any point where... You remember saying to yourself that you were afraid or thinking that, oh, man, I, I just don't know what I'm going to do? Or or was there a different way of thinking altogether? Yeah, you know, there's so many emotions that you're hit with and, and so fast. You know, um, uh, when the doctors told me that I had a tumor that was 25% of the size of my brain, you know, th- those words took my breath. Um, and, um, you know, things sort of happened uh, really fast. The doctors told me if I would have waited another 24 hours, I wouldn't be here today. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can imagine there was a, a lot of um, emotions, um, and um, things happened really fast. I, I had surgery the next day. Um, uh, it, it was literally an emergency situation. The doctor came to see me um, at Brigham and Women's and told me, we need to get this out, um, and you got to have surgery uh, very quickly. Um, so that's what happened, and uh, we didn't know it was cancer um, at the time. We were hoping it wasn't, um, but uh, a few days later, we got a call um, that it was indeed cancer, and obviously we got referred over to Dana-Farber um, and have been working with um, Dr. Wen and his team uh, from then on. Um, but, yeah, there was a lot of emotions and um, along the way. You know, it's a, it's a tough, tough thing to go through. Um, but, you know, I feel wonderful today. Um, you know, I went through eight months uh, that were very tough, um, both for myself and my wife and, and my 
whole family, you know, my brother and my, my dad, um, we all went through it together. Um, but I, you know, the one thing I had on my side was the team um, at Dana-Farber um, that helped me through it. Um, and I know for a fact I wouldn't be here today without them. And um, I literally owed them my, my life. Now, what, what is it like telling your wife, or maybe she was there with you when you found out what it was, and then having to tell your kids? You, you, know, you have two kids in their 20s, and explain to them what's going on. What, were their, what was their reaction? Yeah, it's, it's tough. You know, It, it was uh, tough to, to um, try to be realistic but be optimistic at the same time. You know, and that's um, I think that that was our goal, you know, to say, hey, it, it is what it is. Um, you know, it's cancer. Um, but uh, I'm working with the best team in the world, um, you know, and, and to me, this was a team sport, just like baseball is. You know, I didn't get to choose when I got sick. I didn't get to choose where my body I didn't get to choose a lot of decisions I didn't get to make. But the decision I did get to make was my team at Dana-Farber. Um, and uh, I think that made all the difference in the world. Again, Dr. Wen and Deborah and Dr. Phillips, and there's so many other radiologists and oncologists that helped me along the way um, that, um, I, you know, I, I think I felt like I went into battle uh, for my life. And um, I chose the, the right team, and that's why I'm here today. You mentioned your dad uh, a few minutes ago, and uh, your dad was recently diagnosed as well. Yeah, yeah, he was. Thank you for asking. He was. Uh, my dad was diagnosed about a month ago with multiple myeloma cancer, so he's currently going through treatments. And the first thing, one of the very first things I told my dad is, Dad, uh, he lives out in Springfield. Uh, we need to take a trip to Boston. We need to take a trip to Dana-Farber, uh, which we did. And um, his doctor in Springfield is in very close contact with Dana-Farber uh, doctors. And, um, you know, he's going through the battle right now. And it's, um, it's not easy. I know he's listening to me today. Mm -hmm. Hi, Dad. Um, and, uh, you know, he's doing wonderful. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of up and downs in treatment. Uh, it's not a straight road. Uh, there's a lot of long days. Um, but uh, I think my dad is um, hanging in there, and, and he's doing well. Thank you for asking. So I guess it, the good news is you can tell him some of what he's got in store. The bad news is you can tell him some of what he's got in store, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, and for everybody else out there, you know, I, I feel great today. I, I feel like every day is a blessing. Um, but, you know, the road to get here was long and, and dark and, um, um, you know, a lot of uh, twists and turns. Uh, it, it, it's not an easy thing. I think everybody that sits in this chair here will tell you the same thing. You know, the treatments are not easy. And um, I, I can definitely vouch for that. And my dad is going through it right now. But, uh, yeah, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. And I think um, if you uh, battle... Um, and, you know, there, there's hope uh, for every single person, and there's a light at the end of the tunnel. And with all this great money that you guys are raising for Jimmy Fund, they're going to find more cures, and they're going to help more and more people. Um, so I think we're all very lucky um, to have an asset like we do so close to, to us here in Boston. Well, thank you for your generosity and, and your very nice donation when we began this conversation. Best of luck, obviously, in your recovery as well, but also to your dad. Thank, thank you, you very much. Thank you so much, guys. Ivan Goyce joining us uh, from Uxbridge as uh, he was treated and has been uh, recovering from glioblastoma. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. 
Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.